Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. Thanks for joining for another episode. It's only been 10 days since the last show, and much has changed, and yet much remains unclear. Uh, luckily, we're joined today by Ronan Brown from Ule, and he's a proper journalist. So he's bound to have loads of secret info that us mere podcasters don't have access to. Is that right, Ronan? You may have built me up a little bit too much there, but I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> I've, gone, I've, gone heavy, I've gone big from the beginning. Uh, we've got a full, full team today again, so I'm joined by Rich Nelson. Hi, Rich. Hello. By Mark Hayden. Hi, Mark. Hi. And by Keke Mulavi. Hi, Keke. Hello. So Euro 2020 starts in two weeks time. Um, so we're going to have a look at Mark's ticket and travel situation. He's the only one of the uh, FFS team that's still planning to travel. Um, as Finland's Euro 2020 opponents name their squads, we'll have a look at what's going on in the Hukajat training camp and also what, what's going on in those, um, in those other squads. Um, and also look ahead to the uh, friendly games coming up against Sweden and Estonia next week. We've also got a few Finland internationals with important club games to play. So we'll discuss all of those Hukajat overseas um, and also look at uh, the injuries that are currently kind of plaguing or afflicting the Finland national team. And uh, it's just, it doesn't help with the old nerves as we look forward to the, uh, to the upcoming games. But I think there's the referee's whistle. We should get cracking with the first half of the show. And this is mostly going to be talking about the whole show is going to be mostly be talking about the Euros, but, uh, Mark, how are things going for you at the moment with uh, with travel plans? Oh, again, who there? Really good. Uh, I mean, it was it was massively stressful for like I don't know two weeks or a month or whatever because because I don't know how they were doing the uh, the ballot of the draw, but it, but it seemed to be going at least sort of day by day. And every day we get on the on the WhatsApp group like oh. updates from guys who were like, "Yeah, I lost my ticket today," and it just sort of it just sort of kept going, and we were we were kind of. Yeah, with a, with a couple of mates, we were stressful, but me and me and one of the lads uh, survived out of our group, of our bigger group. So we'll be heading over to uh, to to Denmark uh, to get uh, to the to, to get through Riga to the Copenhagen game. Uh, we'll be landing there on the I think it's on the Friday, and then Friday afternoon, Saturday, all there for the game. A little bit of jolly, depending on when the pubs close and all the rest of it, and then back up on Sunday. So it should be good. We're now going through a list of a bunch of additional stuff that you have to do uh, when you're traveling these days. So it's recommended that you fill in this um, form with the embassy, uh, the Finnish embassy in uh, in Copenhagen that uh, you're traveling. So your contact information when you're there, what your ticket numbers and all that are. And then there's also this uh, additional proof or, or documentation that you should take, which is the usual residency permit stuff so you can't use it just a driver's license or a passport if you get pulled over by the cops in denmark you should be able to produce some bodies that uh, or some proof that you actually live in finland and you're not just sort of a finnish citizen so if you're out on a jolly there's a fair chance you might get pulled over by the police is that what you're worried about i'd, I'd imagine if you're if you're one of the lads in a in a blue and white shirt um and a couple of bevies deep the, the cops will probably pull you over yeah so, so i think uh, if you're going to be careful like or or one of the, the lad i'm going with is a little bit a little bit of the anxious type so we're just trying to get all the documentation in 
in and sorted so we don't have any bother when we're over there. And, and is that easy enough to to get that that kind of information? To, to where, where do you find it? Uh, so the residency permit, we I, I can we can post the links on the yeah. show notes. The residency permit usually takes it can take up to ten days for it to come through uh, from Maestrati. So you have to you have to give a little bit of time. And how long have we got? Twenty days, something uh, it like is, that. It's not not long now. Yeah, it's not long. It's not long at all. Um, but yeah, that that can take twenty odd days to go through. And then uh, the other stuff though that you do with the embassy is just it's just online information that you can submit today. So that's a pretty quick process. The other thing is you got to book your test. Because you've still got it to get on the plane and to get yourself over, you need a negative COVID test result, even if you've taken the, the shot in the arm already. Um, Ronan, any anything from a kind of Ule perspective that you can add to this these plans for traveling? Um, I guess the main thing has been the COVID aspect that, uh, like Mark just said, taking the test or having the certificate that you have a negative test. And I think that has to be 72 hours beforehand at the very latest or something like that and yeah. and uh and if anyone's traveling to russia then that's even more vague at the moment it's still kind of a little bit unclear what you need to produce and when uh but hopefully by the time the game comes around we'll know a little bit more about that yeah because the, the competition does start in two weeks or three three weeks but i'm, I'm getting confused with my dates now. no two two weeks time 15 days from now. Yeah, exactly. So it's, um, it, it, we're cutting things fine. Loads Mark. of time. Loads, loads <laughs> of time to sort this out. It's, it's you know, we're too much time. I mean, the, the situation in Russia is crazy. It's really like, the, the, we know the trains aren't going to go. Uh, I think there's no boats uh, and there's nothing organized or any, anything that the SME Corps tried to organize got uh, into trouble. I think they're on a bunch of buses, mm -hmm. but I think the, the buses are all sold out uh, as we as we as we speak. So uh, if you're going to go over there, it's going to which we've got tickets for that one as well. So we're going to jump in a car and try and rush the border, uh, trying to pack a couple of additional rubles in our pocket in case we get into trouble. Huh? Oh, and hooch. Obviously. So you you got? Did you keep all of your tickets so far? Uh, no, no, no. So we so we we kept two. I when when we started off, I had I had the follow to the final piece, the whole the whole kit and caboodle. When um when the news came out, we dropped off that follow your team stuff because because we didn't know whether we don't still don't know whether Finland will end up if it gets into the knockout phases. You don't know which country. I it's think in. there's five possible venues if they yeah yeah. So. One of which is Azerbaijan, I think, and the other one. So, like, you know, you could end up somewhere with, that's on the green list, and you could send, end up somewhere that's not on a, you know, that's not supported. So we we kicked those to the curb, and then we lost one of the Russia tickets in the draw. Okay. Okay. Um, and last week we spoke with uh, with Yussi from SMUK about the the travel, and he was talking about charter flights and things like that. How are you getting to Copenhagen? You said something about Riga, but I didn't quite catch what you were saying. Yeah, I'm getting a flight uh, a flight through Riga. So if you go on the usual, uh, your usual uh, online travel estate agent stuff, estate agent, travel agents, then uh, then yeah, there's still there's still you know uh, flights going. I, I think the the last time I checked though, they were they were getting pretty pricey. So if you haven't got a ticket yet, you need to get on it pretty pretty quickly it's two weeks people if you haven't got a ticket yet what were you thinking this stuff's been brewing for for a while now um okay good good that you're you're still there we're gonna get a couple of <laughs> oh in my mind as soon as the game's finished mark's gonna be on his phone 
either speaking with one of us or at least recording his recording his thoughts in audio and maybe video form so that we can put some stuff out from our man on the ground um so the the partying starts after the game yeah so i mean like keke on an away trip there is a window a, a fine window <laughs> for our, in, in which i can give my opinion and coverage and uh, general impression of the game uh, after which point i'll be talkative but perhaps not exactly coherent and keke what is the what minute of the match is it you start taking photographs of your shoes and uh, and and then and then you know when final whistle comes how quickly does mark have to be on the pitch well that's it yeah i mean um I'm, I'm normally, it's not, it's not usually my fault. My mates are, are quite, are usually quite thirsty. So yeah, we're, we're normally two sheets to the wind before the game's even kicked off. But, um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure I'd advise pitch invasions in, in St. Petersburg, but, um, but yeah, you know, it, it'll be nice. At least one of us has made it. I'm really pleased that Mark's made, managed to hold on to his tickets and that, and he's going there and it gives me, um, some small comfort knowing that at least one of the Finnish football show boys will be out there taking lots of pictures and uh, and letting us know what it's all about. And Ronan, this might sound like a silly question because obviously this is going to be this this competition will be all over Ule. But what about from a English language point of view? What what kind of coverage can people expect? Um, not a huge amount, other than I guess t- tournament preview and and game. Um, game reports a uh, huge amount from a Finnish language point of view of course and even if you passively understand the Finnish language then there is a huge amount there uh, in the build-up as you might expect this being the first tournament yeah I, I have been saying this to, to people for well at least a year and a half since we qualified that once we get into the competition that when, when a Finnish team qualifies for a finals of anything the nation gets behind it and it can be, you know, volleyball, basketball, you know, Olymp- Olympics, obviously, but the, the whole country. And I, I think it's going to really, really build. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this, uh, how this goes. Um, and, and also the, 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 uh, the studio setup that, that Ule has for, you know, the world cup, the euros and, and, and the Olympics, the, the, the main sort of events that I watch, I think it's normally quite, it's, it's good. It, it looks that the whole studio setup looks good and it's interesting and, and different people coming in for different shows. So uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be tuning into that. I think. Yeah, very good. Yeah. They do have some very big plans for this one. Uh, and fans are supposed to be a big part of it this time as well. Obviously again, being Finland's first appearance. So uh, they want to, sort of share the fan experience and, and, and get in amongst fan communities as well. I don't know what that exactly means, but I guess I guess uh, trying to uh, watch games with people in different places and how, they, how they're following Finland and stuff. Okay, interesting. Now, Rich, that chimes with, with another vaguely defined harebrained scheme that you've got us involved in uh, with TikTok. I mean, how many of us have... In this in this group, put your hand up if you've ever used TikTok. I have since last week. Yeah, I've been using it for a week. So. <laughs> okay. Fine. So we're we we've we've got no hope with this. Um, but what do, can you explain to the listeners what they might expect from us on TikTok? Um, so basically, what um, we're hopefully doing is something with Copper Ninety, who are quite big on YouTube fan culture stuff. Um, they are just waiting for some details around doing uh, a pre-match 
preview sort of tournament stuff and also some post-match and during the tournament stuff uh, as well. We're just waiting for a bit of confirmation, but uh, TikTok are one of the sponsors of Euro 2020. Uh, so, of course, four men in their 40s are the perfect people to create content on TikTok. And, um, yeah, I don't think they know what's going to hit them. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I think we've done three TikToks from the Finnish Football Show account, and I think one of them has more than one like. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and do any of them have actually moving pictures? Because what I've seen so far is still pictures with music. I think one of them was a hastily recorded clip of Mark of Force's goal with the Star Wars music in the background last week. So, <laughs> Very good. so um, um, yeah, just one for the kids there. Well, remember, remember the offer that my, my daughter Evie, she's 15, yeah, Dad, of course, I like watch TikTok every day and I know how it works. I, I don't make much stuff, but I can give you guys some coaching if you want. So, you know, there's a coaching, there's a coaching session available for any of us if we, if we want it. Yeah, Mark's in. Apparently, it's all about the lines and the contours. That kind of, is that it? Is that right? Did you just pout? Isn't that, isn't that what all the kids are about these days? Like the, the, con, the contouring and the, the light, isn't that it? No, no, maybe not. Okay. I'll tell you what, Mark, you stick to being our, our stadium reporter. I think that's much, much better. And, you know, if you don't want to turn the camera on, it's not completely necessary. In a podcast, we can do it audio, no worries. <laughs> okay, let's, um, let's move on to the Hukayat training camp. Maybe, Rich, do you want to lead off with this one? Um, yeah, so the uh, Finland squad officially started their training for Euro 2020 on Monday this week. Um, There's an interesting mix. We've got most of what you'd expect the players would be. There's um, a few that we'll touch on later. A couple of the players are still involved in club games. So uh, Mayan Park, in fact, his playoff for Serie A is tonight as we're recording. Uh, Marcus Force is playing in the championship final on Saturday. Uh, Toivio is playing in the, the Swedish Cup final as well coming up. Robert Taylor's got some games. Jukka Reitler, Robin Lode are still in the uh, MLS or MLS. And there's been a couple of, sort of names added since then as well. I think, um, yeah, players have picked up some injuries and little knocks. Obviously, Tamil Pulki is the big news his press conference appearance on Monday was, I've never seen a Finland press conference so well publicised and well hyped. But he's, uh, he said he's confident that he'll be fit for the Denmark game. Um, I mean, he's not going to say he's not, but uh, yeah, he's he's confident. Uh, Joel Paulian Palo picked up a minor knee issue. He's not in the squad. Well, he's not training anyway. He'll be with the squad. And um, yeah, Glenn Kamara's had a bit of a rest. Um Rasmus Schuller picked up an injury last week, but he's fine. Glenn, um, and Leo Weissman also had flu, so couldn't make it. Hopefully it's just normal flu and not whatever this is. But um, yeah, I think that the actual, by the time these players join in, I think the working squad's going to be around sort of low 30s. So whittling them back down to 26 on June the 1st is going to be interesting. Um, Tim Sparv came out today, Thursday, said he's hoping that he'll be fit to play 45 minutes on Saturday. He had knee surgery after the World Cup qualifiers in March and he doesn't sound particularly fully fit. He's not played, I think he's played 90 minutes since January. So he'll be fresh in one way. Um, obviously with a, a new daughter, which we all know is a nice and restful experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, everyone seems you know confident, relaxed. Um, Huki are now on TikTok as well. I mean, obviously following our trend. Um, Obviously. Yeah, so um, they're putting stuff on there. But, I mean, it's all, you know, early doors. We've still got a while. Um, The Sweden game on Saturday. And then I imagine there'll be some turnover of the squad on probably Sunday or Monday as players join up. But, yeah, we'll see how the Sweden game goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's there were a couple of surprises in the squad. Um, Asenun from last year was probably the biggest surprise. He was... Um, he's he's been a, a bit of a prospect in, in the underage teams. He's done well for Latvia in the last couple of years. Um, I think he's there was some question that Morocco might be interested in poaching him, but he's said no. I'm finished. I'm playing for Finland. So yeah, I mean he he won't make the 26 unless mm. I mean we're, we're a position now where Puki, Poy, and Palo and Force are out on Saturday. So Rupa risky to Mark on the plane. He's on the plane, or at least on the plane to Stockholm. So. Keke, did you want to add something? Yeah, I was just going to say um, another another one. Alvin Grunland has been uh, has had some sort of exposure to to COVID, I think. So he's had to he's had to keep himself away. And um, also, Arbo Halme has um, has joined up with a squad as well from who's currently at Barnsley. So um, he's he's uh, he's joined up with a senior squad and um, getting for a bit of experience, I suppose, to see how he see how he fits in. But yeah. Just another couple of names to mention. Yeah, I see those. I see those kind of things on um, on the Finnish football show Instagram. You're quite good at, at giving me the the important little updates there, Keke. So uh, everyone should, uh, should follow Keke's work on there. Yeah, Ronan. Yeah, I was just going to say that um, one the most impressive thing that's come out of the camp so far this week has been the social media manager who is on fire the last few days. And uh, as Rich mentioned, they're on TikTok as well. But uh, there's been, I don't know, 15, 20 posts per day across five different platforms. Uh, you know, if the team perform half as much efficiency on the field. What, what sort of things are you seeing? Is it, is it videos or pictures or just a, a variety of things? A variety of things, yeah. Uh, mostly, well, a lot of press conference stuff and uh, a lot of kind of... Um, um, sort of short clips from training exercises and stuff like that but uh but the sense from what i've seen anyway is very relaxed camp uh, they look oh rich has rich has done a, a technological raising of his hand by pressing a button i th- i thought he was i thought he was clearing dust off his screen but no, just showing off my tattoos um oh, very good yeah no i um i spoke to nico who does the hooky at social media yesterday he said um our social media game we're trying to match the team off the pitch as well as they're doing on the pitch. So uh, we'll see how they go in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, this, uh, I think they're, they're all meant to be on TikTok now that there's, now that they're sponsoring the thing. So yeah, he's, he's busy. And I think they're obviously trying to put me out of business because they're now tweeting quite a lot in English. So uh, I might as well pack it in. So. Or, or get a job with them. <laughs> oh, I, I, I tried, but um, as someone pointed out quite recently, I'm nothing but a glorified translator. So Thank you very much. No. This is where all the breaking news comes from. We've got got all the breaking news. I mean, you know, we, um, we, you said about, you mentioned there, um, Rasmus Schuller, he he came off with, uh, came off with a little knock and on from the, from his game with your good. And then, um, yeah, I, you know, we were, we were the first to, to, from our source to, and you can't get better than our source to tell him, tell the world that, um, he was. Uh, it wasn't too bad. 
Was it his mum that told you, Keke? Because you seem to have a bit of a following among the mums. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But, um, but yeah, our, our latest follower on um, on the football, Finnish football show Instagram includes Robert Taylor's mum. So um, yeah, along with uh, along with Robin Lodd's mum, she's um, she's quite active following us on the old Instagram. So yeah, big shout out to the mums there. Um, and I think this this um, aspect of players still playing for club sides and and kind of younger or less experienced players coming into the squads just two weeks before the competition starts and and the final squads not being announced it's kind of it's kind of normal England is is the same isn't it they've 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 named thirty three um, there's there's lots of players in there that are there for the, for the experience and that's great but. Until the Champions League final on Saturday, there's you know someone might get injured there. Heaven, heaven forbid. So it's it's really really difficult. And then and then all the players that have finished at different times. So the the Europa League players from last night are going to have a few days break, and then they'll join up with the clubs. And then the Champions League players will have a few days off, and then they'll join from their clubs. Um, so it's it's difficult these are the games really where you start should be starting to hone the squad or hone the starting team for the kickoff at Mup. yeah and if you look at somebody like Asanun so he's got no chance of actually you know getting on the plane and and, and moving over there but but what you're doing this week is you're, you're starting your drills and you need a specific number of like midfielders you know challenging your defenders you need you're setting up your set plays you're setting up your positions we had a lot of midfielders that didn't turn up simply because they had you know addition or midfielder and attacking uh, talent that didn't turn up because they had games that were are, are currently ongoing so it's actually important that you've still got that balance you can't have a you can't start a squad or a camp with like you know 20 defenders and and nobody else to challenge them so you know it, it's it's normal to bring in a bunch of guys but i still think Rupert Risky is going on that play oh, all the way <laughs> he's the he's the fake house league of golden boot you know like he, he's earned it uh we we'll see, we shall see you be banging that drum for a long time let's see it does make you wonder though how the um what the what the sweden game coming up on saturday is going to look like you know it's um it may, you sort of think, okay, couple of these, couple of these friends. I mean, have have Sweden been picked because we're supposed to be able to? They're they're a similar side to Denmark. Is that how it works? Well, they're they're next to each other. That means they're the same. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. That's the sort of thinking that you get from these mm-hmm. these pre-tournament friendlies, isn't it? And the same all over the world. They uh, national teams tend to pick the neighbours or. Or someone who's similar to the team they're going to play, which I suppose. In Russia, of, for example. Yeah, which I suppose kind of makes sense, but um, but it does make you wonder how how River's going to line up on on Saturday with this sort of not makeshift or cobbled together, but you know a sort of squad that's been put together of some regulars, some guys who were there for the first time. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I was uh, really looking forward to this friendly because I thought this was where we were going to see how Finland were going to line up um, and finally put to bed this, is it going to be 4-4-2 or 5-3-2 or whatever way yeah. River is going to line up. Uh, so uh, it's kind of disappointing to see that people who I think probably will be on the plane or wherever they're going to get to Denmark uh, aren't or probably won't be in selection for, for Saturday's game against Sweden. But um, what I'm actually, so if we if we say that there probably won't be the kind of 
first 11 that start on Saturday, then what I'm actually looking forward to most from Saturday's game is what approach they take to the game. Are they going to go and try and win it? Like, for example, they did in the games against Ireland in the Nations League and against Bulgaria. Or is there going to be this kind of sitting back thing that we've seen from Finnish teams in the past when they come up against, you know, supposedly bigger nations? I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to see. And another thing I'm kind of looking forward to uh, on Saturday or looking forward to discovering on Saturday is what would life be like without Buki? Because it may become a reality uh, in the championship. So who is going to play up front or is there going to be two up front or what's he going to do? Because obviously he's not going to play on Saturday. So what is going to be the, the strike force? Yeah, especially if force is not around and if Buki's rested and if Pocky and Palo's a little bit of a, a doubt... Where are those goals coming from, Mark? Yeah, um, well, I mean, so I think the goals are is one is one concern, but the the main thing is that there's two there's two kind of groups of players that he needs to take a look at, right? There's there's a group of players like Sparv, like Freddie Jensen, uh, like you know probably somebody like uh, Pudusoyri, who's who's missed part of the season through uh, injury, have only recently come back, and he needs to see basically what the fitness levels are 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 like. Can can we handle more than? you know, 45 minutes or can, can they kind of keep it up? And then the other, the other group is there'll be a small number, which I'm guessing is somewhere around two or three, right? Players like Thomas Lamb, perhaps even someone like Oni Valakari, who's probably just on the edge of the squad where you think, okay, son, go out, uh, see what you can do against the Swedes. If you get another worldie like you did against France, you're on the plane. Uh, and if not, you know, we'll, we'll come back to you later on. Rich. Um, well, Lapilainen is there as well. And there was an interesting quote from him earlier because his club manager was Thierry Henry. And uh, he said that Thierry Henry has been showing him all these videos of Thierry Henry in his prime. And I mean, I, I guess I was quite fortunate. I spent most of my early 20s watching Thierry Henry in his prime from about eight feet away. And uh, if Lapilainen picks up any of that, then... Um, I think Finland might as well just book the parade on July the 15th or whatever and, and get that sorted. But um, it'd be interesting to see him in, I imagine he'll he'll probably get 45 minutes or so. But um, yeah, it's, it's just like you said about, like Rhoda was saying about Sweden, I can't imagine they're going to have a particularly full strength. I mean, if their domestic cup final is the same day as this game, you know, I, I know we can't help these things, but it's, um, it is just a shame that these friendlies are, I mean, it's more of a B game than anything else is the sort that they play in Qatar in January, but hey-ho, it's a cap. I must say that on Saturday, I, I, we have a, a an online calendar for our whole family because all the kids have different school schedules and Satu's work shifts and just all, all kinds of stuff, and it gets quite busy. And Saturday, it's just blocked out. Three o'clock, Asikor play. Five o'clock is the championship playoff from the UK. Seven o'clock is the Finland game and 10 o'clock is the Champions League final. I'm going to be absolutely exhausted by the end of that. I hope I can get myself off the sofa. <laughs> it's tired and emotional, Mark. Yeah. One other thing to add about Saturday is that it is an opportunity to win consecutive back-to-back victories over Sweden for, I think, the first time in Finnish football history. Uh, usually, usually wins are about 20 years apart, so Saturday could be a big one. See. 
Now it that's why sense. you get that's why that's why you get a proper journalist on. That is an amazing <laughs> stat. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I, I, I felt that one come zinging in as well, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we before we wrap up for the for, for half time, um, what are we thinking about the, the the squads that have been named so far for Finland's opponents? So in Denmark, Belgium, and Russia. Um, I mean, Belgium's is, I mean, they're the, currently the world number one team and you look at that squad, um, obviously they're not, I mean, players like Eden Hazard aren't in the best shape and everything, but I mean, you've got Kevin De Bruyne, you've got Lukaku, uh, that's just for two. I mean, the, the defence, when you say it's not as good, it's still got players playing at, you know, top six clubs around Europe. Um, a lot of Spurs and, players though, Rich. Well, yeah, well, that's what I mean, top six, they came seventh. But it's... Um, it's one of those things, I think that, you know, you look at their squads and you instinctively think, you know, th- this is the competition now. This is uh, with the big boys. Um, Denmark and Russia, who knows? I, I, yeah, that's where the points are coming from. Yeah, I think that the, the interesting thing about the Belgium squad is Hazard because he's been in, in dire form for, for Real and he's, he's not been fit. You know, he's not, he's not strung together like five games in a row for, for Real this season. He's, he's, he's really, really struggled. And yet, he's straight in on the team sheet and he's, he's, in, he's nailed on to be part of their squad. So I'm, I'm in a sense, quite happy. It's Belgium. They're the best squad, you know, that's in our, that's in our group. But they don't have a, I mean, they don't have a ton of depth. Like once you get past... Well, you know, once you get past that De Bruyne and Hazard and Lukaku, as tough as they are, you know, then you get down to the likes of you know Thorgan Hazard and and the and the Spurs contingent, where you think they're good. But I mean, the the, the result we pulled off, for example, against France, should be good encouragement that we can actually hack it against a team like that. The thing as well is that Belgium, like, they're not going to sit back. They, this is the thing that sometimes when. Finland now their level in football they've all moved up a little bit where teams are now starting to be a little bit cagier. Belgium aren't going to be like that because one they're they're, they're Belgium they they've got a couple of the best attacking players in the world and they're also managed by Roberto Martinez who from his mm. days at Wigan and Everton doesn't know how to run a defence. Um, you've got I mean Thomas Vermaelen's in their squad. I forgot he was still playing football. He's playing in Japan. It's um you know th- there is something there I think um, it's not going to be pretty but why not you know stranger things have happened the challenge is actually getting at those defenders getting through the rest of the squad Ronan stranger things have indeed happened and it it, uh, it kind of is in Finland's favour arguably that it is the third game of the group phase so Belgium probably are going in there after winning both games and not necessarily needing another win a point would do them and they top the group for example or it could go like it did in the previous European Championships for Ireland, where they played uh, completely understrength Italy and won, and they got through to the, to the next round. So it, it's interesting. But then again, on the flip side of that, it could be uh, the second string of Belgium squad looking to prove themselves to play in the to get selected for the first team in the in the knockout stage. So who knows? Mark. I think also then if you look at that Denmark squad, you know, the, the Denmark squad two to four years ago would have been a lot tougher, right? I mean, guys like Christian Eriksen, guys like Braithwaite, uh, you know, they were like top of their game. At the minute, Braithwaite can't, you know, he's not kicked a football in anger for Barcelona in, in a fair while. Eriksen's had his troubles kind of on and off the pitch. So up top, they've got a kind of sporadic 
approach to their to their attack. They've got some people that you can worry about, players you can worry about that can hurt you. But this isn't a vintage Denmark team. Uh, again, you know you don't want to get too big about it. But if you if you were to pick a Denmark team from the last sort of five to ten years, this is the one. You know what I mean? I think this is the one where you can make hay. And the Russian team, I mean, almost all the Russians, I think, play in the Russian Premier, except for a couple that play in Turkey. The thing that I haven't seen is, you know, what does their medical staff and support look like? Because that was the difference maker back in the in the World Cup last time out. Yeah, it's true, Mark. And, but also, didn't they go into the World Cup last time, Russia, being absolutely dreadful? And then they kind of turned it yeah, on then, in and, home. And then mi- mysteriously, they started to run an extra four kilometres per game. How did it happen? I don't know. I have no idea. Saving themselves for the finals. They were. They were saving themselves and their doctors for the finals <laughs> just before that big IOC inquiry and all the rest of it. Magic. So, 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 so either that we could face the same this time or they might not have the same preparations this time. No one knows. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. You want to be careful. You want to be careful saying things like that. You're going there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they'll, be, they'll be waiting at the border for you. Which one's Hayden? We want him. Uh, allegedly, should I say allegedly? <laughs> you, you, is you, it too late you, to throw that in? Hello, new, hello to our new comrade listeners. This is not going out live. You tell me if you want me to edit this out or if I should leave it in or if I should sell it nah. to the Russians. <laughs> Finally, those capitalist pigs will pay for their crimes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think that's a very, very long first half and we've probably got not so much to talk about in the second half but let's uh let's take a pause now and we're coming on to the the section that this this week i've called scrounging so ronan as a erstwhile ule employee you are recused from anything commercial um and keke you've been suspiciously quiet so far so why don't you talk a little bit about the uh the FFS store and perhaps while you're doing that Rich can stand up so we can see his manly torso. Yeah so the um, the finished football show shop is still still live on T Public as you can see modelled by Rich there. Um, yeah we've got, we've got a, a, a few designs over there. We've we've actually we've actually sold a few recently so um, yeah we had that that Ilves that Ilves design went out and um, we sold another another few hookiat designs in in the run up to the uh, to the Euros. So get yourself over to T Public. Just search for the Finnish Football Show, and um, yeah, support the show and support the team with with some uh, with some nice T-shirts. There's you can get yourself a coffee mug and all sorts over there. So um, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. And we've got yeah, get yourself a face mask like the person who I had to block. Um, yeah. <laughs> You've been attracting them all lately, Rich. I know. We've got um, there's a discount over there as well at the moment in the uh, in the run up to um, to this weekend's game against Sweden. There's a there's a discount so you can pick up a uh, pick up a Finnish football show T-shirt for around 13 US dollars. So um, there you go. That's not bad. That's a hefty hefty discount. So it all helps us as well. Special offer, limited time only. I'd buy that for a dollar. And, and the, to the Ilves fan, we, we said this last time that, that when you're at a game, watching your team, take a, take a picture of yourself at the ground and put it up online with the hashtag FFS Team Colours. At the moment, that hashtag has precisely one picture, which is me and, me and Lady Sutty wearing our, our shirts at the Asticor game the other day. Uh, I don't want it to be just us there for eternity. So come on, people, get your pictures, get your pictures up there. 
Um, and Rich, you set up also this buy me a coffee. Yeah, so um, talked about that last time. It's a, uh, it's a simple thing where people can buy us a coffee or in our case a beer. Uh, contribute towards the uh, the running costs and bits and bobs that we have to use to to pay for this. And, and I must say a very very generous thank you to Johan who bought us ten beers in return for our kind words about uh, Mariham's glowing start to the season. Luckily, we recorded that before last weekend's game. And um, they uh, yes, and Johan is one of the uh, I suppose quite a large Swedish speaking contingent. Um, I'll be honest, I think there's quite a lot of grumble that there isn't perhaps the necessary coverage of Finnish football for those who don't have a very good command of Finnish, much like myself. But it's, um, yeah, he's um, yeah, I mean, he's a good lad. And he was out in Switzerland when Finland played there in March as well. And uh, yeah, I think he's, he's been a contributor to the show in the past as well with a few handy tidbits. So, uh, Johan, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Mark. And, and, and if that is the case, that there's a lot of you know Swedish speakers out there, let me just say, hey, per day, and uh, Earl for me. <laughs> I was just about to say, Rich, it's lucky that all those Swedish speakers have got a glorified translator like you to uh, <laughs> to bring some content to them. Yeah, I say I've got no other. I bring nothing else to the game, but uh, yes, I, I have a handy use of that so uh, <laughs> you are very tuck. good, 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 good. Well done. um we uh, we also at halftime uh usually do our regular feature yasilla sipuli now mark normally this is your feature have you have you uh passed the buck this week i've got one back pocket just in okay. case but but i mean one thing that you don't know about our illustrious uh guest and journalist today is that he spent a many great many years in the lower leagues of Finnish football. Okay, interesting. I didn't know this. So where did you play, Rona? Um, in central Finland, uh, Keski Suomi for well five six years, I guess. But uh, my journey there actually involves one of the current squad, Hukiat uh, squad. If I could tell this story, mm. uh, so. Um, I moved to Finland in 2010, and it's kind of hard when you move here first that like to find a, a game going on. You either have to join a club or whatever. Uh, and uh, someone invited me along to some sort of kick around on a Sunday evening. It was mostly older guys, uh, kind of they they played maybe in the leagues in their 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever. And there was one player who was particularly handy, like he was good, he was way above everyone else, and uh, he talked all the time. But he was noticeable for that. But he was a good player. And uh, then, I guess, after a couple of weeks, he started to bring his son along, who was this kind of 16, 17-year-old at the time. And he was, like, you could tell at that point, this guy was going places. Like, he had this kind of David Beckham way of kind of hitting the ball. And uh, and then uh, I would see him around the city quite a lot. He kind of noticed him, and then I would see him around... Uh, all the time and I would see he was always practicing always trying something else he might be on his own in, in a park or whatever knocking the ball around so who do you think I'm talking about it's got to be Paul and Robert Taylor 10 points <laughs> there you go okay yeah indeed yeah so we played but it, was, it wasn't any competitive it was just kind of a kick around and played for like a good year or so on a Sunday evening and uh, it's great to see, great to see what Rob has gone on to do because he's a really nice guy. I was just saying, I was just saying recently on the, um, obviously follow 
uh, sports club and brand where where Robert is at the moment, and um, they've had they've had a, a defeat tonight. But um, and unfortunately, Rob's, Rob's missed a penalty earlier in the game. But but so far before tonight, his 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 own personal form has been quite good. He's been chipping in with assists and goals, even though Brown have not been getting the result. They had. Um, had an unlucky result against Rosenberg the other night where two two late goals did for them and, and it ended in a 3-2 defeat. And then their most their, their most recent game before tonight as well, they they were they were leading right up until the end. Rob came away with an assist and and then yeah, another sort of 87th minute goal went in to um to give them a defeat. So um yeah, they, they haven't had a, the best start, but but Rob himself is, is chipping in and I think He'll be he'll be quietly pleased with his own performances, if not the results that the team are getting at the moment. So yeah, nice to play with someone who ends up getting a panini panini sticker. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. After him. I think the closest I've got is yes, yeah. I never never got to play with him, but at least we hung out a few times. But yeah, I've never played with someone who's had a panini sticker. So uh... I, I might I might have one of those as well. Um, in my like the very first team that I played in when I was age eight, so in, within that team there were there were three brothers and the older one of the of the brothers was was my age so we sort of played against each other at school and and played in the same team as up until the age of about thirteen, um, but it was the the youngest brother who went on to to sort of forge a professional career, which well, it was Steve Finnan. So he went kind of all the way to the top with Liverpool and uh, and the Republic of Ireland. Won a Champions League, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go to the top, don't you? That is that is where it's where it's at. And uh, I, I, it was some years ago now, but I saw when I was when I was working at Harrods and he was playing at Fulham, and I sort of said hi as he came walking through the department, but he didn't recognise me. He was clear in his eyes. I got one of those. <laughs> All right, mate, kind of blank expressions that, that I, I give to people when I'm wandering around Provincy Rock and people come up and say hi, and I'm like, hi, how are you? And I look at Sato, I'm like, no idea. Oh, dear. <laughs> terrible, terrible would, business. Would Grant Holt have had a Panini sticker? I guess he would have. Uh, he would have had a bookmark and he would have put the stickers into the book, probably. Yeah, yeah, maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't count. <laughs> but it, yeah. Sorry. Oh dear. So yeah, this this feature was supposed to be a um, Yasila Sipoli. Oh, oh yeah, 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 so, yeah. So Ronan, do you have a a, a favourite football phrase? Um, favourite football phrase. Oh, uh, well, um, are we allowed to swear? Okay, well, I'll, I'll take you back I'll to get, my, get my, my football, Finnish football roots. Um, I, same as, as Keke, I used, my, my, uh, my baptism in Finnish football was the Haryu Stadium in, in Uvascula, JJK. And uh, I remember I went there with my friend, I think it was maybe 2006, 2007. And uh, they, they weren't doing very well, as is as typical of their history. But uh, I remember we were sitting at the very front of the stand and at the very back, there was some guy, most people were very quiet. There was some guy shouting something that I obviously couldn't understand at the time. Uh, didn't understand any Finnish. And I asked my friend, like, what, is, like, what did he say? And my friend kept translating, like the guy was shouting kind of constantly and he would translate really deadpan. Why aren't you even trying Satan? And then he would say something else like, you know, uh, can't you even play the game, Satan? And my friend would say it like this. 
And then I realized many years later that he was obviously like saying, et edes urita satana, which is way more powerful and way better. <laughs> and, uh, and during my time of playing and watching football in Finland, I have heard the word a lot, be- a lot more. And it adds a magnificent amount of you know, energy to a sentence than, than uh, it ever did before. But I've asked my friend about that. I, 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 will, I will leave the Finnish swear word in because it doesn't offend me translate it for us directly and you can censor it however you want to uh it's just satan oh okay but it is that but it has a it has a, a stronger connotation yeah much stronger connotation in yeah, Finnish, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. nice good let's let's head into that second half and there's the whistle we don't have so much to cover here but I thought we're we're on a we're on a kind of hookayat vibe still, um, and I thought that uh, we we could just talk about this this well this European Championship song that's that's come along. I'll play a little bit here so that we so that we don't break any rules. And uh, if you're watching the video of this, then I'll put a link directly to the to the video. So this is by Nila and Repliki. And it's called Sukupolvi and Unelma. So it's the Finland uh, European Championship song of Pelikan. <laughs> And I think that's probably as much as we can really listen to uh, without breaking all manner of copyright rules. But I I heard that a, a couple of months ago, listened to it, and it kind of got me here as a as a Brit listening to it. And I think I'm a bit of a sucker for the old fid, fiddle and um, banjo folky kind of song. And that's got a bit of, I think I described it to you guys earlier, as like Mumford and Sons and Avicii, which, you know, Okay, fine. Not 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 my, necessarily my favourite, but that works. I, I really I really like that. And uh, we, but we haven't talked about it. And I I figured you know we're we're quite close to the to the competition now. Does anyone know anything more about um, Nila or Repliki? Well, it, it it first sort of surfaced a, a couple of months ago, and um, Paulus Arayuri was. Um, was sending out little sort of pictures and, and, and snippets of it. And um, I, I think, what did you say, Richard? Was it, it's Paulus's brother who's who's involved in some, yeah. So, um, so yeah, he's, uh, he's sort of pro- promoted it. And um, and yeah, then then just recently the, the video came out with the, obviously the, the Hawkeye squad are in the video and the SMU core guys are in the video and it's, um, and that it's it's sliced in with footage from that night back in November 2019 when uh, when we all ran on the pitch and and it's uh, and when I watched that and was listening to that song I'm not afraid to say that a little old tear came to the eye because it just it really does grab you you know it was um, 
and I think it's 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 a it's a cracking song, and that and it depending on how we get on, it could really turn into a sort of anthem. That chorus is really something that you can sort of get get behind, and you can just imagine it the the bars and that swinging after after a game. You can imagine that coming on and everyone going bananas. But um, yeah, go on, Ronan. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's Arayori's brother. Uh, and uh, really, actually, so, yeah. in this competition, it was this kind of hukiat visut or hukiat vision, and that was the winner. So that it was it was officially named as the as the team's. Uh, How did we miss this? Deservedly so as well. This is this is right in our right yeah, up our so. straps, sir. It's Finnish football and music, and we we're only just discussing it now. We could have squeezed a whole episode out of out of uh, hukiat visut or v, 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 <laughs> what, what did you call it? I, I missed it. Now. it, it, it. If they'd have stuck the, the competition on grass, I'd have okay. seen it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it wasn't as much promoted as it possibly could have been. There was, there was one, I think it, it started off with just an open entry and then it was down to 12. And then it was in the week of Eurovision last week, it was, they, they announced the winner. I think it was on Friday or Saturday. But yeah, it was, it was kind of a little bit under the radar, in fairness. And uh, was it Lucas Fredetsky doing his Always Who Me On as the kind of launch? Yeah. It was quite amusing. Um, but did he have the mask on? No, unfortunately. Oh, uh, no. That's why the words came out quite well. Yes, yeah, right. it didn't work. Couldn't hear a word when he had the mask on. Um, but, uh, but no, it's, it's, it really is a cracking song. And as I say, it could, you know, I really hope that it turns into a bit of a, an anthem for the summer, you know? Yeah, I'm going to put it on before before each game just to get me a little bit a little bit pumped yeah I, th- I think so i think so it sounds uh, it's, it's good stuff uh, we we talked a little bit earlier about the the hooker players that are in club competition but i think we we maybe touched on it only briefly was there anything that anyone else wanted to add to this yeah, the, um, the the major one. Sorry, Mark. The, the major one is is tonight. It actually, at the time of recording, kicks off in about fifteen or twenty minutes, which is Nicky Mayenpar finds himself ninety minutes away from Serie A in Italy. I mean, what an amazing story! He's, you know, he, he's he's gone over there to Venezia. I mean, I, I I don't know I don't know what he thought himself, but um, when when he made the move, I. I wasn't thinking, you know, he's going to get straight into the side or whatever. He, he had a couple of appearances and then then another couple on the bench. But over this, the end of the season, for the, this playoff push and and during these these playoff games, he's, he's been absolutely immense, the brick wall. So, you know, all the best to Venezia and, and Nicky and hopefully, who knows? Let's see what happens. Mark? Yeah, but that was what was it? Two shows ago when we were doing the twenty-three. You know, when we were, I think me and Keke were on the same team, which is like Nicky Manpai. You know, it's, it's it's too late for him. It's he's too old. Yeah, yeah. He's had ten games of absolute like proper wrought iron. So I don't mind holding my hands up and going, yeah, we got that one a fair amount wrong. I mean, I think yeah, he's done enough in the last sort of ten games. To, I mean, he's the the game, the last game that Venezia had where he, where he kept a clean sheet, like when it mattered the most. I thought he was. I mean, he looked. He looks like you know. Like like uh you know twenty you know he looks you know he looks he looks really fresh, so uh yeah massive I'm, I could like we next season we could have two forwards in the Premier League, and a keeper in the in Serie A, you know what I mean I think that's uh it's not plus the plus the Bundesliga which you know, doesn't count but yeah all these goalkeepers yeah he's doing really doing well. well 
recently is isn't is it not right like keke i've been seeing all these instagram posts about yesi oran and all of this year all of 2021 about seems that he hasn't let a goal in from what i can work out yeah i mean yesi was playing really really well as well and and, and his Brescia team made it into the playoffs um yeah, sadly, sadly beaten in the, in the, in the first leg of that. But um, but yeah, leading up to that, he had some great performances. Um, yeah, Renetsky had his little injury, came back and, and put in some decent performances as well. So yeah, the, the keepers keepers are in good form, I think. Mark, you know you know the secret. Beetroot juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you been signed? Have you joined the board as well as all the other hooker yet, Mark? I am I am angling to get on that board <laughs> like you wouldn't like believe. It. <laughs> it's um it's an interesting story that and you know in the, obviously we talked about Tamer Pulki joining the board now Hradetsky is a partner in the beetroot firm, which sounds like a sort of plot from The Simpsons or something like that. But it's um it's one of these things. Where of course they're coming out saying oh it's you know we all take it before a national team game and that. And, uh, it's interesting, but I mean, it, apparently it has wonderful benefits and I've not been sent any marketing paraphernalia. <laughs> what about oh, also on Saturday, my money. arguably even bigger game is the is Brentford against Swansea and Marcus Force scored last weekend in the in the second leg of the semi-final? Yeah, so Brentford mm. were 1-0 down from the first leg um, against Bournemouth and the uh, yeah, second leg was back at the Brentford Community Stadium. Their, um, their new home. And, uh, yeah, Marcus Force pretty much cemented the, their, their place in the final, their, their trip to Wembley by scoring scoring the third. Um, I, I saw, saw, saw that goal, absolutely, absolutely cracking goal, taken, taken really well. Um, I think, if I'm right, the, the second Brentford goal was, was a penalty, was it not? And I think um, it, was, it was Marcus, Marcus who won the, won the penalty or... or yeah, so he didn't he didn't take it, but I, I, I think that's how it panned out. But um, but yeah, uh, you know you've got one one player ninety minutes away from Serie A, and then a, a Finland striker ninety minutes away from the Premier League. So Tamil Pukki already back in the Premier League, so it could be exciting times. It's been been a while since we've had a few Finns in the in the English Prem, so um, yeah, it could be could be good. I mean Brentford Swansea, Swansea are, are, are not a bad side, but. Um, but yeah, over over one game at Wembley, the Brentford boys have got to be fired up. Brentford's the year this year, I think. They missed out last year. I think it's their year this year. Okay, should we just have a little look at what's been going on in the Vakehouse Liga recently? Ronan, do you have a do you have a Vakehouse Liga team? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we, I think last week we talked about some up, upcoming games, um, and in the last in the last week or so, Hoyiko uh, beat Lati two 0 They also beat Asiko. 2-0, uh, they're fairly on a, on a good roll at the moment, should we say. Um, Have we done a, I guess we haven't done a show since since the Hoiko Asiko game, right? No, no, this is, this. there was last Ooh, second, were you, yeah. Were you there? Were you at, like, at oh, the Asiko, Asiko yeah. game? 
how, how did that go? How did that, how did that one end? Well, how, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to provoke me, you won't win because what I will say is, so I've done, done a few interviews with players for the SE Core podcast and in well, one, one or two of those days, just, a little bit able to give the fans perspective so to I the players and say that losing isn't the thing that upsets the fans. The shadow it's when the team seems or, not to be uh, competing here. So or, oh, they're, they're not so trying, you know, the, the kind of, the, you know, they don't care. Of course they care, but sometimes it doesn't come across like they're really in it. And on Saturday, it was a battle and they fought all the way and they played well as well it was nil nil would have been fair either side could have nicked it and you know that wouldn't have been a a disaster the worst bit was the 92nd minute and the side you know deafening silence it really was you know it it was just quite apart from the the rabble in the corner that that Felt they had something to sell. Yeah, mates. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then the second one, you know, we actually called push forward. It, it, it all, all, everything had gone in that last couple of minutes, and the second goal, it didn't really change anything fundamentally. But the performance was good, and the re, the response or the reception that the Ashley Corp players got. Like they were, they were up, disappointed or whatever, but the fans were calling them over. There's been a lot of games in the last year or two where the opposite has been the case. <laughs> so the fans mm-hmm. called them over and they got a really, really good reaction. So I, uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm feel positive. It was awesome to get back onto the terrace. Having watched one of the previous two games from outside a closed gate, this was, this was much better. Uh, everything was kind of segregated, getting into, getting into the, the ground from several different entrances. And even though we all sort of, congregated into the the area behind the goal it was it was kind of divided just to just to keep a balance of people going in and out of the ground and you know I feel positive so I know what you're trying to do Hayden but you're not gonna you're not gonna rile me today um we we should mention because we were quite critical of Haka last time round uh and very praising of Mariham the tables yeah. turned when uh Hacker went to Mariham and won 3-0 Last weekend, so yeah, they did three uh, three second half goals, and that's left Olu rooted at the bottom of the table now because they lost again on Sunday two one. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that from Haka to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's um, down there. It's everyone, everything's quite tight. I mean, you've got Hoy going into there's a four point gap already, although um, I think some of the teams haven't played as many games, but. You know, already there is these sort of two teams pulling ahead, and at the bottom, Olu are, are winless. I think they've only scored twice in those four games as well. There is some sort of some of the talk. I think one of the Palo Kerr has spoken to the coach on their podcast today, but it's uh, it's looking a bit sad that they haven't been in the top flight for ten years now. I think, and this is their welcome yeah. back. So, uh, it'll be a long old season for them. Mm. Yeah, the. Um... To be honest with you, Rich, yeah, I didn't see that one coming. FC Hucker pulling pulling that out of the bag. And then, yeah, Yagubi sort of redeemed himself, scoring the penalty to give um, to give uh, Hoy FK the, uh, well, it was the first goal, but, but ultimately they um, they went on to win 2-1. But arguably the uh, the game of the game of the round last week was um, Ronan's new team. Now he's ditched Yeyiko. <laughs> uh, Ilves, who, who, who was in a five-goal thriller with... Um, 
with Coops. Coops on the uh, the wrong end of that, Ricardo. No, didn't see it. Never happened. Um, <laughs> their, their third goal was good, though, wasn't it? All of his, the fella came off the bench, um, scored with his first touch after about 19 seconds. So uh, that's what you need. That's the that's the difference. Yeah, the um, the league's sort of taken. I think you know. I, I don't think we're going to see much. I think it's taken on a bit of a familiar look. I'm not, don't, not sure there's going to be too many surprises. And um, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. That that could that could possibly be the league at the end of the season, couldn't it? It could be. There was one other thing I wanted to say about the game last weekend. Is when when the team was announced, the centre of Asikor's midfield was Jude Arthur. Ghanaian midfielder. He's been there a few years, couple, few years. He's still only 21, playing alongside Noah Laine, who's 18. And I, I was just thinking, wow, that's bold against Hoyigo. Didn't look out of place at all. Quite, quite interesting. I saw, I saw a bit of a change in Jude Arthur in the uh, the cup game against Inter. He seemed bigger and stronger and just better. And Long may long may that continue. Well, speaking of uh, young people, to see uh, Musa last night against Clubby brought on a player who's fifteen. Uh, the number one song in the UK when he was born was "The Crazy Frog" by Axel F. He wasn't alive when Liverpool won the Champions League in Istanbul. It's um, it's a very sad state of affairs. <laughs> not not for him, it's not. Well, it's an, yeah, just for us people. He's got his whole life ahead of him, Rich. Absolutely, is our problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not really too much to update with top scorers, so we'll we'll come back to that later. In Everyone's the, on two. Yeah, basically that's that's right. Yeah, I I am liking the look of Turco actually this season. I think Ben Kalman coming back is is uh, he looks pretty tasty up front with Furu. So I think uh, I, I mean. I don't want to get I don't want to get my hopes up because I can only say it I can only say I can only say Turku going like all the way up until the last round and then getting pipped by by Hoiko with some dodgy own goal or something. Elman is very much in that bracket, isn't he? If he's he's almost too good for Vakehouse Liga, but he's been abroad already and it's not worked for yeah. whatever reason. So he's kind of in that that position really because he's come back. He is a class above anyone else in his kind of peer group, um, and he's got that old head. I think. Uh, Furu is going for local council in Turku. You'd think his mind would be elsewhere, but he's, uh, he's uh, I think he's still racking up the assists, isn't he? To be honest, Rich, half the population of Finland puts themselves up for election. It's unbelievable <laughs> compared to compared to other countries. The, I was looking through the local paper today, and uh, there's a lot of people that I know that are putting themselves up under all various different... 30,000 candidates in this, uh, in, in this local election, yeah. Something is that like right? five or six times what candidates were in the UK in the last election. Thank you. Yeah, okay. They're a Finnish version of Count, Count Binface. No, not sure. Haven't seen any any silly ones around here. There, there is the Pirate Party. So I did the Ule uh, election compass thing, and the, and the questions are a bit a bit tricky to say whether you feel strongly or not with with many of the questions. Uh, but I was pleased to see that the two parties I was least compatible with were the Pirate Party and the Perusormalizer. So I, I didn't doing something right there. The only slight problem is that I've put all my 
all my weight behind my friend Paul, who's standing for election this year. And apparently I'm even less... <laughs> less um, compatible with Paul than I am with Perisormalized. So I think me and Paul need to have a bit of a chat about this. Uh, but I'm, I'm behind oh, you, mate. Dear. So uh, let's let's do this. All right. I, I, I reckon that the, the final whistle's just about to blow. And uh, there's only just before the end, there's only one more thing. Time, which is injury the, time, is this? It, it, bit of injury time. Is it breaking yeah, news? No, it's not break. I, I haven't broken any news on you. you, you haven't, I, no, I should get true. back to you. But no, no, but it's just one that we in uh, for the Finns abroad that we were following. There's one lad who's not back with the squad yet, which is Jona Toivio, ah. who's got a cup final on Sunday at three o'clock. It's the Svenska Kuppen. So after after uh, Finland beat Sweden Saturday, then uh, then uh, Jona Toivio has got one cup final still to go before he'll he'll join up with the squad. Nice. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. I just want to say, um, yeah, I run, uh, the news the news came out yesterday, was it, or the day before, that um, Yoni Kalko is going to leave um, Esberg in in Denmark. I think he's had he's had three years there. They um, they didn't manage to get promoted back to the uh, elite Siren. So um, yeah, for whatever reason, he's um, he, he's decided to leave. And I ran a ran a little ran a little poll over on our uh, Instagram Instagram page, and. Um, had some quite quite interesting interesting feedback. There's I don't know if it was more wishful thinking than anything, but there was quite a few votes for Inter Turku for Yoni Kalko pitching up at Inter Turku. There was um, a couple of votes for Tromso in uh, in Norway. So yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, someone chipped in with Italy. Uh, you know, there's a we've already discussed Nicky Meyer, but there's a couple of Finns over over in Italy. So yeah, Kalko could um, could pop up there. But um, yeah, be uh, an interesting one to see where um, where Yoni ends up. He's um, to, to my mind, he's an absolute beast of a footballer. I love watching him in a Finland shirt. So yeah, be interesting to see where where he finds himself in his, his club game next. Rich, um, there's a few Finnish free agents. Uh, Moisander left for the Bremen after they got relegated at the weekend, and uh, our old yeah, friend. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, and our old friend Roman's been talking to the local press in uh, Peter Sari. Um, yeah. he's back there he's, he's resurfaced um, he said that he missed a call from Rive and uh, forgot to reply but um, yeah it's, mm. uh, it's a funny one he's, um, he said he's not turned his back on the international game he's, uh, I think he's got a bad hip injury so he'll probably get a hip replacement before we see him again but um, yeah he's training with Yarrow at the moment but I, he's not going to play for him so yeah, my mum's having a knee replaced next month, Rich. I reckon she's got about as much chance of playing for the hooky as... Get Ronnie her on the plane. America. Yeah, not this time. I, I She was <laughs> supposed to be on the plane coming over here this summer, but she's uh, she's out of action awaiting to recovery from the operation. Okay, last, last thing is following. And Ronan, we thought we'd hand this over to you. You are the person that everyone should be following this week so where can people find you and what will they see or hear if they if they do follow you um wow thank you uh, that's a yeah i'm honored um it's a very small honor but you're welcome. <laughs> uh i'm on twitter rodan brown nen so uh any n at the end uh to uh swarmify myself uh and i really don't know what i could i can promise or or warn people to expect from from my Twitter feed, but usually uh, it's about how I notice things about life in Finland or 
or football in Finland. Well, let's be honest, you did the uh, Finland preview for 442 Mag, so uh, that's a nice little yeah. one. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I did indeed. Yeah. There you go. See, we told you, proper journalist. <laughs> and what's your uh, what's your TikTok, Rona? <laughs> <laughs> Still in the process of setting that one up. Yeah, good. Hey, but maybe you can have a practice with us. It seems like we need all the help we can get. Oh, all right, let's wrap it up there, chaps. So remember, listener, follow our Facebook page for content coming directly from the. FFS team, our podcasts and blogs. Mark's been a bit active over the last week or so with a couple of written blogs, as well as the the podcasts we've got coming out there. And our, our listen, our followers there are growing all the time, uh, both on the on the Facebook page and then also on the on the group as well, where you can where we kind of share other stuff that's not necessarily directly from from us, other people's content or or stories. And uh, you'll find all the links there in the in the show notes and the the song we mentioned earlier the Nila and uh, replica song uh if you if you look at your phone now or you're watching on youtube just look below at the at the description you'll find the links there to uh, to listen to the to the whole thing also follow one of us or all of us on twitter i'm at explore finland uh mark you are at fc swarmy and keke at Keke Rich. At Escape to Swarmy. And Ronan, why don't you just remind us one more time where you are? At Ronan Brownen. Very good. Very good. And that's it for this episode of the Finnish Football Show. We might even be back next week after those friendly games before the competition actually gets started. Maybe once the final squad has been announced, that might be a good time to do it. So we'll... Um, We'll see you again on the Finnish Football Show. Thanks for watching and listening. Bye-bye. Hey, hey. Hello.